Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listeners Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, August 27, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Jian. We'll be right back. Hi, Emily. Hi, Dion. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. I'm always happy because it's Saturday. Yes, it is. But unfortunately, we're going to have to start today's show on a rather somber tone Mm -hmm. by sending our love to our listeners in Italy. As most of you are aware, a magnitude 6.2 earthquake hit Italy's central region in the early hours of Wednesday, followed by dozens of aftershocks. The tremors have killed hundreds of people, injured many more, and resulted in the destruction of homes and historic structures that are centuries old. I believe many of our Italian listeners, including our monitor Giorgio Romanen, are residing in the northern regions of the country. Giorgio's in Udine, I believe, and we receive letters from Venice, Milan, Padova, and so on, just top, uh, just off the top of my head. So we're staying positive and hopeful that none of our listeners or their loved ones were affected by this earthquake. Still, a natural disaster like this one is sure to affect everyone in the country. So we wanted to send our condolences to all of our Italian listeners and let them know that they are in our hearts and prayers. It feels like it was just yesterday that we sent out a similar message to our Japanese listeners. And there were also reports of earthquakes in Japanese waters that range between magnitude 5 and 6 throughout the past week as well. So once again, everyone, please be safe. Okay, we're going to change the mood now and deal with some housekeeping items before moving on to this week's letters and reports. First off, it is the last weekend of August, meaning that our annual Overseas Listeners Satisfaction Survey will end very soon. The survey is currently available on our website at world.kbs.co.kr and you can take the survey until August 31st, Korea time, which happens to be August 30th in many other parts of the world. So please don't wait till the very last minute just to be safe. And just so you know, midnight Korea time is 1500 hours UTC or GMT. I think our listeners might find this a little easier to calculate. Right. And also, once again, thank you very much to those who sent us the completed offline survey forms, either by mail or email. Just so you know, we'll only be counting those that get to us by the last day of August as well. Yes. So please make sure to get those in the mail as quickly as possible. And from one important announcement to another, this one is for our listeners in Europe who tune into our broadcast via WRN English. As we mentioned last week, there are some changes coming from for the transponder number and the downlink frequency. said the operator of the Hotbur satellite, has informed us that WRN English listeners will need to retune or rescan your receivers to transponder 122, and the new downlink frequency is 10.949 megahertz. The service will be dual illuminated on the current and the new parameters until September 3rd. But after that, the service will only remain on transponder 122. So make sure to retune or rescan your devices before then. And that gives you until next Saturday.
And speaking of next Saturday, we're going to have a couple of items related to next Saturday. One is that we're going to be starting a new corner featuring our male correspondent, Yunha. We won't spoil the fun for you. We're going to nope. save the details for <laughs> next week. Exactly. But uh, just letting you know that there will be some changes made to the program come next weekend. And of course, it will be the first Saturday of the month, so please send us your friends' birthdays if they fall in September, and your birthdays, of course. We will give you or your friends a happy birthday shout-out. Now we're going to take a quick break before we share this week's listeners' letters, messages, reception reports, and more, so don't go away. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up email comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. Taking a look at some of the snail mails first, our Taiwanese monitor Cheng Nan Lu sent us his reception report for what we assume to be the month of July. He wrote the dates, but not the month, and there was actually a 31st day, so it must have been for July. Now, according to his logs, he tuned into us a uh, total of 26 days throughout the month between 0800 and 0900 hours UTC on 9.570 megahertz. He tuned in using his JRC NRD92 receiver with the whip antenna and rated the SIMPO 5 across the board for most days except for four days out of the 26. But even on those four days, the overall merit didn't fall under four or good, so that was actually great to hear. Thank you, Nanlu, for your report as well as the Radio Taiwan International postcard you sent us. The postcard had a picture of a metal device on it and on the back it said uh, MACLED vacuum with a transmitting power of 150 kilowatts and um, that got me googling a lot of stuff <laughs> and uh, I guess it's just so easy for us to forget what intricate machines make it possible for us to listen to one another from either sides of the world. Thank you again and your QSL card will be sent out very soon. We received a letter from a listener in China who printed out the message along with his reception report. In the letter, he wrote, Dear KBS World Radio's friends, Hello, my name is Li Hua. I am an honest listener of your radio. I like Korea very much. I'm from Xinhua City, Jiangsu Province, China. Among one of the world's four famous flowers, Xinhua Coral cauliflower is in my hometown. You are welcome to visit at your convenience. My reception report is as follows. I hope to receive your paper QSL card. Although I have listened to your radio for many years, I haven't collected your QSL card before. It's a pity that I missed a lot of exquisite cards. Can you please send me some of the previous QSL cards? Well, his comments about the cauliflower sounded familiar. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, I found that we received an email from Li Hua a couple of months ago, too, which means we must have sent you a QSL card back then as well. So it is odd that you haven't received one. I wonder if it's a mail problem mm -hmm. or uh, what happened the there. Exactly. So I'll double check with Yuna, our mail correspondence, to see if uh, we can send you an old one again. But either way, we'll be sure to send you a QSL card for your latest report. Speaking 
speaking of which, according to his logs, Li Hua tuned into us twice on July 30th, both times on 9.570 MHz using a Texan S2000 receiver with a 5-meter wire antenna. Between 0806 and 0830 hours UTC, he rated the Simpo 45344 and wrote, first of all was news, then touch base in Seoul, good signal strength, slight interference and noise, the voice was clear. Then between 1305 and 1330 hours UTC, he listened to us again on the same frequency and rated the Simpo 45334. Thank you very much for your report, Li Hua, and uh, we'll get on that QSL matter as soon as possible. Staying with the frequency, our monitor Mizanur Rahman of Bangladesh emailed us his logs for August 12th through the 16th when he tuned into us at 1300 to 1400 hours UTC on 9.570 megahertz. He listened to us using a Grundig digital receiver with a compact antenna. Mizanur said that the reception conditions were fair on those days and noted that there were interferences from several stations. He rated the Simpo as three across the board for all five days. So thank you for monitoring our broadcast and your QSL card will be on its way very soon. We also received an email from our loyal listener Jayanta Chakrabarty of India. He listened to our broadcast on August 23rd at 9.570 MHz at 0800 hours UTC using a Grundig equipment with telescopic antenna, and he rated the SIMPO 43444. He also wrote, permit me to com- comment on the status of your QSL card. The QSL card issued by KBS World Radio is among the best in the world in respect of its paper and print quality and subject chosen. However, I have a point to make. At times, the oversized card is difficult to store as a souvenir and often gets bent on the corners. In my opinion, it would be more convenient if the size is reduced to that of a postcard size. It is needless to say that KBS QSL cards are much valued as a trophy to be preserved by your worldwide listeners. I hope other listeners would share my views. Well, we didn't actually realize that this was a problem, especially because we often get comments from other listeners who say that they love the bigger-sized cards. But we will see what feedback the other language services at KBS World Radio have. And, of course, we welcome feedback on the matter from other listeners too. As always, thank you for your feedback and we greatly appreciate your generous review of our QSL cards. It really does show how much you care about them. Going back to another one of our Bangladeshi monitors, listener Ashraful Islam has emailed us three different recession reports in the past week. Using his Grundig Yacht Boy 80 digital radio receiver with the telescopic rod antenna, Ashraful t- tried to tune in to us on August 22nd at 9.570 megahertz from 0830 to 0900R UTC, but unfortunately he couldn't find our signal due to co-channel interferences. He gave the broadcast an uh, uh, SIO rating of 1 to 1. He had more luck later on the same day, though, when he tuned into us at 9.515 megahertz between 1600 and 1630 hours UTC. He said that the condition of recession was good, rating the SIO 454. Last but not least, he listened to us again the following day on August 23rd between 1600 and 1630 hours UTC once again, this time on 9.640 megahertz, though. Once again, he rated the SIO 454 and said that the recession condition was good. Thank you very much, Azraful, for your reports, and we'll be sending you the QSL cards very soon. 
Up next is an email we received from a brand new listener. James Chung of Hong Kong said that he heard our broadcast on 9.640 megahertz on August 22nd between 1600 to 1625 hours UTC. He used a Texan PL660 receiver with a telescopic antenna to listen to us and rated the Simpo 45344. He noted that there was a nice signal with no interference, but noise was regularly noticed. James also wrote, This is my first time riding to KBS. I'm glad that there is no interference from Chinese stations. I'd be grateful if you could send me a QSL card and program schedule. I enjoyed hearing KBS, but it would be even better if there was a stronger signal and less noise. I'm not a fan of K-pop, but I like Korean culture and the food. I'll follow your news and entertainment programs. Have a nice day. Well, thank you very much for reporting to us, James, and thank you for tuning in. We'll send you a QSL card and schedule shortly, and we really do hope to hear from you soon. Up next, we have a report from Brazil, where the 2016 Summer Olympic Games recently wrapped up. Well, it wasn't quite Rio de Janeiro, but Sao Paulo, but still. Mm -hmm. Longtime listener Alex Costa Oliveira sent us his logs via email, saying that he tuned into K-Pop Connection at 2240-hour UTC on August 21st at 11.810 megahertz. And I think that's actually when the closing ceremonies Mm -hmm. were on. So I guess he... uh, decided to tune into us maybe as opposed he was multitasking. to the, maybe he was because <laughs> it's on tv and radio but anyway he used the yesu frg 7700 receiver with the long wire antenna and of course the broadcast was beamed toward europe so the signal wasn't quite that strong he rated the simpo 25322 thank you very much alex your qsl card will be on its way soon Now, moving on to some snail mail, we've received a typed-up reception report in the mail dated July 27th by listener Hanu Kishki of Finland. Hanu heard us on this day between 22.25 and 22.35 hours UTC on 11.810 MHz using a Grundig Yacht Boy 80 digital receiver and a telescopic antenna. He rated the Simpo 43334, so overall good, and noted electrical storm as a source of interference. Hanu asked for a QSL card as well as materials of our radio station. So we will ask Yuna, our mail correspondent, to send you some brochures and our broadcasting timetable as well because I don't think we've heard from you in well over a year. So thank you very much for your report and we hope to hear from you again soon. We also heard from our Italian monitor, Giorgio Romanin, who we mentioned briefly earlier on the show. Giorgio sent us his logs for last Monday and Thursday, so August 15th and the 18th, when he tuned into us at 11.810 megahertz between 2200 and 2300 hours UTC. He was using an ICOM IC75 receiver with the Windham out antenna, and he rated the Simpo 24332 for both days, noting some QRN and QSB, or natural noises and fading. Thank you very much, Giorgio. And once again, we hope you and your loved ones were not affected by the earthquake and we're very sorry for your country's losses. Our UK monitor, Alan Holder, also left us some online reception reports recently. According to his logs, between August 6th and 17th, he tuned into us via four different frequencies at varying times of the day using a Yesu FRG 7700 communications radio and a Wellbrock antenna 
outdoor loop antenna. It appears from his logs that the 1800 UTC broadcast on 7.275 MHz is largely unusable, while conditions for the 1600 UTC broadcast on 9.515 MHz were mostly fair. The 2200 UTC broadcast on 11.810 MHz ranged from poor to fair, while the 1300 UTC broadcast on 15.575 MHz also yielded overall merits of one or two at best. He wrote, Signal has improved in recent weeks for 9.515 MHz. Consistently moderate strength now with no interference from other stations. So that is good news. Mm -hmm. He also wrote, Signal varies from poor to fair for 11.810 MHz and sometimes it is not heard. Interference from Saudi Arabia on 11.820 and China also using 11.810 sometimes heard with weak signal in the background. Mostly unusable signal this summer for 15.575 MHz compared with summer 2015 when it was poor to fair. The signal is too weak for reception on 7.275 MHz in summer and still blocked by China on 7.275 until 18.30 UTC and Vietnam block on 7.280 well, all in all, we're glad to hear about 9.515 megahertz being heard better. Thank you mm-hmm. for the very much detailed breakdown. And Alan also left us a letter, so we'll share some parts of it with our listeners as well. He wrote, hello to you all in the English service. Thanks for answering my last letter on the August 6th edition of Listener's Lounge. It is nice to hear Emily Jennings back at the microphone Aww. after her recent vacation <laughs> in Ireland. I'm glad to know that she had a good time back home visiting family. Now that recession has picked up on 9.515, I have more opportunities to tune in. 5 p.m. local time is not really convenient, but I can listen when I am at home. Sometimes I record the broadcast or playback later. One of the programs I enjoyed this past week includes Sounds of Korea, which had flowers as its theme. I really like the sunflower song. In the future, how about broadcasting songs on the themes of the sea and on insects? Well, thank you very much, Alan, first of all, for the lovely comments and the warm welcome back. I did have a fantastic time at home, but I'm happy to be back here as well. We're happy to have you back. Oh, thank you. Well, also, thanks for the interesting suggestions for Sounds of Korea. We will pass those on to the writers. And meanwhile, Alan also wrote on the subject of insects. It seems like Alan may be a fan of Mm -hmm. insects. Declining bee populations around the world are causing much concern. Has a census been done on bees in South Korea? If so, what conclusions have been drawn? Are any efforts being made in your country to ban certain pesticides and increase habitats favorable for the survival of these essential pollinators? Well, incidentally, an expert forum on environment, agriculture, and the need for the establishment of apiculture expert education system was held just the past Thursday, it turns out, according to reports. Now, experts from various fields reportedly attended the forum to discuss the reduction in the numbers of honeybees in the country and its effect on the human lives. The attendees are said to have reached an agreement that a systematic establishment is in need to educate and foster expert beekeepers 
But on the upside, apparently the number of urban beekeepers and hobbyist beekeepers are on the rise as a whole in Korea. So the forum also sought ways to help out these new beekeepers as well. There had also been reports on how some regional governments in provincial areas in South Korea were able to help out local bee farms to increase their year-on-year honey output or honeybee number uh, by 30% earlier this month. So while unfortunately I couldn't find any news on institutional managements on pesticides and such you mentioned, I was generally pleased and uh, surprised to find that the Korean bees are doing not that bad, it seems. So hopefully it will continue and um, the government efforts to increase numbers would uh, continue as well and uh, the bees would stay strong. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Yeah. I tried to research information too, but I couldn't find out how the wild bees are doing. Right. It was only mentioning the uh, beekeepers, the bees that are kept by those. So I hope there are some wild bees out there enjoying some wildlife existence mm-hmm. and hopefully they're doing well too. And Alan, thank you for asking because otherwise we would not have looked this up and uh, this is actually quite important information, I think. Yeah, it really is, especially because it's quite a, he- a heavy topic topic now right. at the moment, the whole uh, ex- potential extinction of bees and what that would cause for human life mm-hmm. in the entire world. So thank you very much for that. Now, Alan also wrote, other programs I have enjoyed include my longtime favourite, Korean folktales. Your current affairs programmes are always well-researched and presented and I was interested in the story on Korea Today and Tomorrow concerning the defection of more privileged North Korean defectors who are increasing in number, no doubt due to dissatisfaction with the current regime. Now, as you know, we in Britain are obsessed with the weather. How about including a daily weather report on your website with details for the various cities around South Korea? I hope you are coping with the summer heat. Here it has been pleasantly warm and on the whole we have had a good summer. Today it is raining a little, so it is an ideal opportunity to sit inside and write letters and reports to my favourite stations. Keep well and I will be in contact again soon. Well, Alan, I am very, very happy to hear that you had a lovely summer. Being from a similar part of the world, I know that that can be rare and is always cause for celebration. So I hope you enjoyed every bit of it. Meanwhile, here the heat was too much, but it looks like our intense heat wave is over. We had some rain on Friday and now the temperature is well below 30 degrees Celsius. Interesting suggestion about adding the weather to our website, but we will need to check with IT as we would not want that to slow down its processing time in your region. Now, as an alternative, maybe we could add a line or two on Soul Calling since it is our daily weekday show. So we will write that down as another item to discuss in our meetings. And thank you, as always, Alan, for your wonderful suggestions and your detailed reports. We will be sending out your QSL cards soon. I think we may have time for one more report today. Our good friend Christopher Brunstrom of Sweden sent us an email with his recession report. He said that he tuned in to us at 1600 RUTC on 9.515 MHz on August 22nd and said recession was fair to good here in South Sweden. The SIMPA was 35433. He gave us some details of the programs he heard and then added, I was somewhat surprised to learn that South Korea ended on the 8th place with 9 gold medals. Of course, he was talking about the Summer Olympics. 
That was really good, he said. I cannot say that I followed the Olympics with any greater interest. Sweden just obtained two gold medals, swimming and cycling. I believe we ended in 36th position, which was better than expected. In mid-August, we had a large stamp exhibition here in Hamstad. It was a week of very hard work, but the exhibition was a success. In fact, we had spent more than three years planning this event, which marked the 100th anniversary of the Hamstad Philatelic Society. Kind regards, Christopher Brunstrom. Well, that sounds absolutely amazing. So congratulations to you on the anniversary and the success of the exhibition. Maybe next time you could tell us about some of the more notable stamps or collections. A large exhibition of stamps, not to mention one with a century of history, would definitely be quite an interesting sight to see. And by the way, Christopher, we wanted to tell you that we miss your voice. We thought that you'd like to know. We miss having you on our show every day. (laughs) That's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Ji-in. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.